0: Fest. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Desimone, and I'm like really testing the limits of Mother Nature today. Let me tell you why. I'm recording this outside on my um, roof deck, and it's 4:52 p.m. on Thursday. And it's supposed to start like severe thunderstorming at five. So I've eight minutes until a severe storm. So it's only going to be an eight minute episode. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll just go inside if it starts raining. But if I'm being honest, like the house right now is freezing cold, because the AC is like pumping, which is a great problem to have. But I like being warm. Like I walk outside in the middle of like, hot days and I'm like this is incredible this is what dreams are made of so I just love the heat and I love being warm like I think I could live in a sauna if I'm being totally honest so I just want to be where it's warm and it's just really like warm and humid and kind of muggy outside right now so I would rather be outside than inside but I'm playing a dangerous game with mother nature so we'll see if I make it all the way through this episode without having to go inside but hi guys happy Monday I think a lot of you guys really liked last week's episode, which means a lot to me and makes me so happy to hear because I also really liked last week's episode and refer back to it myself a lot. Um, It's very relevant to myself and to a lot of my friends that I talk to, and I have a feeling like I could revisit that topic like once a quarter and just talk about balance. It's something that's never going out of style and something that. I think we can all practice like, it's really good to practice setting boundaries and balancing your life. And I just really like the episode. And I'm really glad that you guys liked it as well. I'm excited to talk about today's episode. Um, I've just been having so many ideas come to me. And I just keep like writing them down and like all my notes up. And this was one of them that I'm so excited about. And it's I titled it not all mornings are created equal. And this is adapting the idea that there are two types of morning routines, and two types of mornings, there's the mornings slash ru- morning routines where you have all this time, all this energy, all this productivity, all this motivation, and inspiration. And then you also have the mornings when you feel like you have no time, no inspiration, no motivation, and you just want to be lazy. You just want to be a sloth or you don't know what you want to do that morning or you want to sleep in a little bit. And it's so easy to look at one morning that is like perfect and you have all this motivation to be like, you know, I feel great today. I want this every single day. It's unrealistic to think that every single day is going to be a perfect morning. Um, But it's not unrealistic to accept that each day can look different and that we as humans need to be adaptable to what our days look like. So that's why today we're going to be talking about the two types of morning routines that I have and that I encourage you guys to develop. Um, Obviously, what I say you don't have to do exactly to a T. I will tell you exactly what I do. But I encourage you guys to find Your long morning routine and then your short morning routine. The purpose of both of these routines is to provide structure to one, your mornings, because there are so many days, especially in the past like couple of months, I'll be honest, when I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I have stuff to do maybe later in the day, or I know I just want to like get up and work, but I wake up and I'm just like, So should I start working like right now the second I cracked up my eyes or like I don't feel like working out so I don't want to do that right now but should I like read a book like what am I supposed to do right now that's happened to me a lot in the past couple of months not really sure why maybe it's like a season of my life whatever what I'm getting at is that having two types of morning routines will will provide structure for those mornings where you are like, what the F do I do? It will also provide structure for the day because I really think that the mornings set the tone for the rest of the day. And it's also a signal to start your day. Um, I find that if I just like wake up and just get going with work or or anything, um, productive related, work related, school related, like whatever, how it relates to you, I tend to always feel like a little off for the rest of the day because I never had like a definitive start. But having a routine gives me a signal and a definitive start for a productive day with notes of self-care throughout it. And I love that. But like I said, the routines that I'm going to say are tailored to me and I recommend for you guys to figure out what makes them tailored for you and work for your life side note about this is that I've been incredibly into cycles and cycle tracking and hormones. And um, my friend Chelsea brought this up to me. And I just, I love it. And I just want to mention it because it really does align with what we're talking about today. Um, And that comes into hormones. And I don't want to like, you know, sit, sit here on this podcast and say that, like, I know everything there is to know about hormones because I, I know, I don't even want to say I know the surface of them because I don't, um, there is so much to learn and I find it very fascinating how influential hormones are. You know, we hear it growing up like, oh, the hormones, the pregnancy hormones, the hormones on your period, the girl hormones, the boy, boy hormones, just, we hear it all the time, but when you actually think about what it is, and the fact that hormones are such a driving factor in our lives. And the fact that, you know, us as women, we have a cycle, typically a 28 day cycle. And we think that, you know, when we bleed, stay with me here, I promise this has a purpose. When we bleed during, you know, the four to seven days of the month that we have our periods, we think, or I don't want to generalize, I used to think that like that was like the cycle. And it was like three weeks of normal and then one week of hormonal mess. Well, my friend Chelsea told me to get the Stardust app because I recently went off birth control, which I've talked about a little bit on my YouTube channel. I can make a whole episode about that. Give me give me a couple more months, but I could do that later. Um, But I went off my birth control and I started to just track my periods because I really just wanted to, you know, get back to feeling like, how my body should, like, I just wanted it to be natural for a little bit, you know? So I started tracking and she told me to get the Stardust app. And this is not sponsored, but I really love the app. And let me tell you why. And again, trust me, this has a point. Um, I really love that app because it talks about how your body, mind, emotions are all aligned with each day of your cycle. And every single day, is so different so what happens one day is going to be drastically different from the next day and your hormones every single day are different um and that's why some days we have so much energy so much motivation and so much inspiration and then the next day we might feel like a legit sloth and we have no energy or some days we're extremely hungry and then other days we crave nothing except chocolate um It's just so crazy what hormones can do. Like, for example, on Tuesday night, I planned this amazing day for me on Wednesday, and I was so excited. On Tuesday night, I had so much energy, so much motivation, so much creativity, so many thoughts. And then I wake up on Wednesday morning, and I'm on my walk, and I'm just like, I can't wait for this walk to be over. I am so exhausted. I'm so tired. I am like feeling so sluggish today. I have no idea what happened to me. And then my app popped up and it said, you've transformed into a sloth today. And I was like, oh my God, it, it's right. Like it's hormones. It's, it's my cycle. Here's where it all ties in. This all ties in because we can't expect every single day for us to be exactly the same. We're human beings at the end of the day. Some more regimented than others. Yes. But at the end of the day, we are human beings. And we are not robots. We're not going to be the exact same every single day. And once you allow nature to take its course and once you allow yourself to realize that you're human and that one day one day having amazing energy, productivity, and inspiration doesn't necessarily mean that we'll translate into tomorrow is where grace happens. where it's where we allow ourselves to be human. And that's where having two morning routines to embrace being human, I think is just so beneficial. One for the days that we do feel incredibly motivated, inspired, you know, all this, all these great things that come from having a great long morning routine, but then also on the alternate hand on the days that we're sluggish, we're tired, we maybe slept a little bit more because we needed to, or we had a late night, whatever the reason might be, you don't need to justify why you're doing one routine versus another, but allowing yourself to have two. I think is really beneficial. Anyway, the two types of morning routines are crucial for a successful day in whatever state you wake up in, or how much time you have in the morning. Like some mornings, I have ample time and ample motivation and other mornings I prioritize sleep. And it's on days where you know, if I sleep more, or if I have an early meeting, or if I've, you know, meetings throughout the day, and I don't get to like stay at home all day and work. I tend to feel like a little lost. Like what do I do in the mornings to set up, set myself up for success? Most mornings, and I will say this, most mornings I wake up feeling a little bit anxious and stressed to start out my day. It's very rare that I wake up like, ah, perfectly relaxed. Like most of the time I do wake up stressed almost every morning. I don't think I'm alone in that. But knowing the importance of a routine and having the importance of a routine and the structure of a routine Um, to come back to when I feel lost and to just just to come back to to ground me is so beneficial and so important for me and that's what I'm excited to share today so these two routines the shorter routine specifically are for the mornings where I'm feeling a little bit stressed I don't really know what to do I don't really know how to start my day on a positive note but it's something that I can do for myself that is like starting the day with a hint of self-care And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh All right. So let's begin. Step one is to determine what makes your mornings feel great. Do you notice a trend or a pattern um, when your day goes great? Or do you notice something that is lacking? Like if I do X, then Y in a positive way. So if I journal, then I tend to not have anxious thoughts in the morning. Or do you realize like, oh, I have anxious thoughts today because I didn't journal identify something that makes you feel really great in the morning or identify what you think is lacking in the morning. For me, I had to think really, really hard about this one because my initial answer of what is something that makes me feel really great in the morning was time for myself. And the opposite of that is when I don't feel great, what do I think lacks? And the answer was the same time for myself. Um, And when I say time for myself, I really speak in terms of like journaling, reading, and specifically meditating. But when I really, really think about this, the mornings that I'm tired or pressed for time or lacking motivation, designating time to sit by myself for myself is always the first thing that I let go of my morning routine. It's something that I resist the most, which is why it's the most important. The days that I resist it the most are the days that I actually need it the most. So for me, the most important thing for me in my morning routine, whether it's my long routine or my short routine, is to sit alone and meditate. Now, you'll hear throughout this that I also incorporate that into other things. But I want you to remember this theme because I'm going to say it a lot through the rest of this episode. What you resist the most is what you need to lean into the most. Having alone time in the morning by myself with my thoughts and to sort of, you know, just sort through what's going on in my mind clears up the entire day for me. I really think of this as the lead domino effect. In any of my morning routines, that is such a staple. If you want to hear about the lead domino effect, um, I encourage you guys, I have a podcast episode about it. I think it's called like the lead domino or something. Um, But I encourage you guys to read the book. It's called The One Thing and it has like totally changed my life. I recommend it to everyone. Um, But that's more about the lead domino. So let's get into what my long morning routine looks like. And remember, these are days that I have the time. And also let me say this. These are the days not let me rephrase that. These are the days that I make time to do this. Yes, I could always skip this and always sleep in, but the days where I know that I'm going to be working from home all day or the days that maybe I know I have a stressful conversation later in the day or the days that maybe I have a big meeting or maybe the days where I just feel like I need a little bit of time to myself, and I just need to recenter myself and feel like myself again. I need the time for me. That is when I will make the time for my longer morning routines. Now, in a perfect world, I would do my longer morning routine every single day. But let's be real. We're people, we're humans, and that doesn't always happen. That's why we have two. So let's get into it. My long morning routine. The first thing I do, obviously, is wake up. I wanted to include this because the wake-up time changes, especially for me right now in the season of life that I'm at with living at the beach. I tend to wake up naturally according to, you know, the sunlight that enters my room. And if I don't naturally wake up from the sun, Then I'll wake up determined upon what time the classes are at Stride Sea Isle because I like to be at the studios in the morning. Um, So I will kind of like plan what time I wake up in according to when I'm going to go to the studio. I don't always like to plan like so regimented what time I wake up every day. Again, in a perfect world, I would wake up at the same time every single day. But again, I'm human and that just simply doesn't happen. Um, It's about giving yourself the space to be human. Um, so I don't like to plan what time I wake up because it changes each day, but the wake up time that I set determines like the length of my routine. It's important, but not crucial as to what time I wake up. So if I'm planning like a longer routine, I'll make sure that I get up early for it. Um, and I typically find that like my longer routines are Mondays and Tuesdays. That's just when I seem to have the most motivation in the weeks Fridays, I also tend to dip into motivations, but it's like the Wednesdays and Thursdays of the week that I typically start to lose the motivation, which is a whole other episode con, uh, concept about consistency, which I have a couple up about, but just being totally real with you guys. Okay. The second thing I do is chug water. Easy. Number three is skincare. So I wake up, chug water, and then do skincare. This just wakes me up like right away. Doing skincare in the morning is so therapeutic. It is like a shower for the face. The feeling of a washed face and like fresh skincare in the morning is quite literally everything to me. Bonus points if you put on eye patches in the morning. It is just so incredible. I should say under eye patches, not like eye patches like a pirate. Anyway, um yeah, it's just so, so incredible. After I have my skincare on, I will go do morning pages. Now this I always leave open for whatever I'm feeling that day. And this looks different depending on the day. Some mornings when I wake up with a million thoughts in my brain, all I want to do is journal. Um, This can be like anxious thoughts that I want to get out on paper, or this could be inspiring and creative thoughts that I want to revisit later on in the day. Um, this could also mean that some days I just want to read if I'm into a fiction book and I just want to continue that. I'll read my book in the mornings. If I'm reading a great business book, I'll read that a self-help book. I'll read that other days. Maybe I don't want to write or read and I'll just listen to an audiobook or a podcast. This is the time to do that for me. Um, typically it will be sort of like a journaling thing, but not every day is the same and that's okay. So morning pages to some extent. The fifth thing that I do is meditation. And again, this is the thing that is always the first to go, which is why I know it's the most important. It's what I resist to the most, which means I need to lean into it the most. Even if it's just for five minutes, sitting alone by yourself for five minutes to just breathe is incredibly powerful. And I also want to, I, I want to tell you guys this, meditation is not supposed to be easy. It's difficult to sit by yourself and just breathe, to be alone with your thoughts for one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, however long you do it for. It's difficult. And if it comes easy to you, let me know because I really think you're the outlier in that. Meditation is a practice. And in order to be good at it, you have to continue to practice it. To get better at it, you have to practice it. It's like a muscle that you have to flex in order to be good at it. Everyone can just blow off meditation because it's uncomfortable to sit alone with your own thoughts, but it's powerful to sit alone with your own thoughts. That's my, that's my spiel on spiel on meditation. So then I meditate. All right. Number six is I will do some sort of movement. Lately, it's been walking, spinning, running, or Pilates. Movement is key for a longer routine in the mornings. I try to structure this first thing in the mornings on days that I know I have a lot of work at home to do and won't really be going out later in the day. So like I won't really be going out later for a Pilates class or I won't be teaching spin class later. I won't be going for like a middle of the day walk. I do it first thing in the morning, especially on Monday mornings. Going for a walk first thing when I wake up is like incredibly therapeutic for me and incredibly thoughtful for me. It's kind of turned into like my think walk. And so many ideas come to my mind during these walks that I truly cherish them. It's essentially like a team meeting, but just with me in my mind, it's so beneficial. I could not love it more. So working out first thing in the morning is like everything to me. This is also the time of day that I would get outside to ground myself and get out of my head. Um, There have been so many studies about the benefits of waking up and getting sunlight in your eyes. I first heard it from Dr. Huberman. And it's been incredibly beneficial ever since I started incorporating that into my life. And getting outside first thing in the morning, even if it's just getting into my car to go to a workout class is incredible for what it does for my mood. Also, the workouts that start my day, the workouts that I do first thing in the morning really start my day on the right foot. I tend to eat healthier with more intention I tend to work better and longer and more productive and I tended to show up as a better person all around when I work out first thing in the morning before a long work day I feel like I'm a better friend I'm a better boss I'm a better listener I'm a better communicator I'm more level-headed it just works for everyone And on my shorter days, I will incorporate a workout either in the mid-morning, afternoon, or early evening. I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself, but my shorter morning routines, my workouts do get incorporated throughout the day. Just typically not really first thing in the morning because this is what takes up a lot of time for me are the workouts because they're either, you know, anywhere from 15 to 60 minutes. And then if I have to drive on top of that, you can add in some more time for that for a commute. Um, but on the days where I do my shorter routines, I will incorporate it in my day and not a part as my morning routine. Like for example, if I did a 9 30 AM Pilates class, that wouldn't be part of my morning routine because I would already be up and have my day started. It would be like a mid morning break. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but the sixth thing that I do when I wake up is movement. Number seven is shower and get ready. Typically, I like to put on like a matching set of some sort. It just really makes me feel like I have my life together and it doesn't require much thinking at all. So it rocks. Um, This is also where I'll like do my hair, maybe throw on a little bit of makeup. I don't really do much these days, but it helps. Like when I put on mascara, I feel like I have my shit together and that really does something for me. It really helps. Number eight is I will have coffee or a matcha um, or maybe like a juice, whatever I'm feeling that day. And if I'm hungry, I will eat. Um, I try not to like structure out my meals. I used to do that and it just brings up bad memes for me. So if I'm hungry, I will eat. But if not, I'll just eat later on in the morning. And then while I have my coffee, the ninth thing that I will do is plan my day. And then after that, I will get to work. So all of that takes about two hours. And what takes the longest amount of time is the workout. Um, With the workout comes a shower afterwards and like getting ready and all that stuff. So that's definitely what takes up like some of my time. If I have to be somewhere like let's say 8am, I'll typically wake up around 6am to get all of this done. And like I said, in a perfect world, I would do this every single morning, but life isn't perfect. And us humans aren't perfect, nor should we Make ourselves be perfect. We don't have to hold ourselves to an unattainable standard. So that is where the shorter morning routine comes in. These are for the mornings that I have things to do and I want to get to work. um, Or maybe I just feel like sluggish in the morning, or I'm simply just not in the right headspace for a long morning routine, even though those are the days that I probably need it most. The mornings that, like I said earlier, that I feel like, what the fuck should I be doing right now? tends to happen to me a lot these days. And this is the routine that I do on the days where I just want more sleep, I just want to wake up and start working. But I want like some separation between Tori and then Tori is a little working bee. So this is what I do on those mornings. Number one is I wake up again, the time changes. Typically, I always wake up between like six to seven, somewhere in like that time, but it changes each day. And that's okay. So I'll wake up And then the second thing that I do is I will chug water and then immediately go outside to get sunlight. That's the difference because this routine, it needs more of a grounding and a shock in the beginning because it's not going to be as long and as like gentle as a wake up. I'm not really taking my time. I'm just going through the motions to get myself set up for a great day to follow. So it's not like I'm you know, spending a long time doing x, y, and Z. I'm just trying to get up and start my day. So chug water and then sunlight. I tend to be very in my head on the mornings that are more rushed, such as like my days of my shorter morning routines. So stepping outside first thing in the morning is incredibly grounding and humbling. This can be for just 30 seconds or five minutes or 10 minutes. You can do the rest of the routine outside if you want. But just getting sunlight in your eyes and being with nature first thing in the morning is incredible. It can be as simple as opening up a window. It can be if you have a balcony stepping outside. If you have a dog, this is a great time to take your dog out. Just something to get outside and ground yourself and humble yourself and bring yourself out of your head and one with nature. It is amazing. Typically what I do is I will just come up on the rooftop deck where I am right now, and I will just look up at the sky, listen to the birds, and even if it's a cloudy day, it still feels better than being cooped up in a house with my own thoughts. So I love doing that first thing in the morning on my shorter routines. The third thing that I do are the morning pages. And again, it's whatever I feel that day typically, it's a journal because like I said, on the shorter morning routines, I'm a little bit more rushed on these days. So I want to dump out any anxiety that's in my head. And any thoughts that I have that might be preventing me from having, you know, a great morning or a productive day, I like to get that out on a piece of paper and kind of just compartmentalize it, it feels really good for me. The fourth thing I do is meditate. Again, on a shorter morning routine, this is what I would cut first. And what I would resist the most. But that's why I need it the absolute most. My favorite ways to meditate. I love the Calm app. They are also a sponsor. Woohoo! Um, but I do love the Calm app. They are just like really, really amazing. I've been using them for years and years and years. Spotify also has um, meditations on there. They have guided meditations. They have meditation playlists. They have um, a sound bath. One that I really like, I think it's a podcast, but she like released it as like an episode of just a sound bath. And I love that one in the morning too. Any sort of meditation music is a huge game changer. And anywhere from like two to 10 minutes is like all you really need. And it is so incredibly rewarding. And I promise like if you have five minutes in your day to sit and breathe, you will learn to not only crave it, but you will find yourself coming back to the serene state of mind multiple times throughout the day. You'll notice a huge, huge difference in yourself from when you meditate versus when you don't. So I know that it's the first thing to go on the days that we feel like we don't have time, but it's actually what we need the most. So number four is I'll meditate. The fifth thing I will do is skincare. The best. I love doing skincare. I'm just woken up afterwards. Um, The sixth thing I will do is change and get ready. Typically, I will change into a workout set because I will have some sort of movement later on in the day, whether it's like a 930 Pilates class or a walk in the middle of the day or a night walk or a night bike ride or like a spin class at night. Being in a matching set all day is like the ultimate way to one feel like you have your shit together, like I said, but two, just remind yourself like I whenever I'm ready for the movement. I'll go do it because I'm already dressed for it. And it's also just like a good reminder of like, I'm going to go do this today. Seven is I will make coffee. Typically, I'm not hungry, like first thing when I wake up. So I'll typically wait until my mid-morning break to have breakfast. And I just love breaking my mornings up like that. The eighth thing I will do is plan my day with my cup of coffee, of course. And then number nine is get to work. Typically on my shorter morning routines, this takes me about 30 to 45 minutes total for this routine from wake up to start working, which is significantly shorter than my longer routine. So on the days that I do my shorter routine, and I just go right to work, I like to put on a productive flow playlist on Spotify to really get myself in the right headspace. This helps me so much with the shorter routine, because it's the great transition from waking up to working. It just really signals to my brain like, okay, You're in work mode, here we go. And I love it. Of course, you could do that with a longer routine as well. And I normally do, but I always do it with my shorter routine. It's just like so therapeutic and just so incredible for me. I used to think that this was like all or nothing, that if I didn't have a perfect morning routine every single day, that the whole day was a failure and the whole week was a failure. And I've now learned that that cannot be farther from the truth. Our bodies are different every single day, and no two mornings are ever created equal. Sleep, hormones, stress levels, weather, so much can affect our day-to-day lives. You know, what happened yesterday, what we might be going through with our parents, a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, in school, at work, a boss, a coworker. There are so many things that can affect either positively or negatively our days And this allows us to be human. It allows us to be people. It allows us to have emotions and feelings while still being in control of our day and taking a hold of the day head on the way that we know best through structure and through routine, but one that's flexible and adaptable to us as humans because we are real people at the end of the day. It's like going with the flow, but having a plan. Isn't there an audio that's going viral right now that's like, I'm so go with the flow, but what time does the flow start? like that's me. And I feel like that's like all of us right now. So try this out, guys. I would love to hear your two types of morning routines. Just remember that not all mornings are created equal and you at the end of the day are always allowed to be human and go through different experiences every day. I would love to know what your long morning routine is and what your short morning routine is. Let me know on Instagram. My Instagram is at Tori Sterling underscore. I'll probably make a reel of both my long and short morning routine. But I'd love to see yours and um, post it so that other people can get inspiration, too. I will be sure to repost it on my story if you guys tag me at Tori Sterling. But guys, that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Your support means the absolute world for me. If you guys wouldn't mind um, just rating the podcast five stars, that really helps out the show so much. And it just means a lot. I was reading the reviews yesterday. Um, I see what you guys say. Not everyone likes my life updates, but you also have to remember, like I came from a podcaster from being like a YouTuber. So I always just talk about like my little life and stuff like that because it's, you know, how I feel like I connect with you guys the most. So, um, yeah, I definitely do have updates and you can always skip through it. I also get a lot of um, feedback about my ads. You guys think I have too many ads in my episodes? I totally get that. I think it's like also, you know, I do get frustrated when I listen to shows and there's like a ton of ads. But if you don't like the ads, you can always just skip through them. Um, and also, I don't really always have control over where the ads go in my episode. Um, but you can always skip through. You can skip through them. And I know that. Um, Studio 71 offers like a free version. Um, I just think it has like a subscription, but um, I see what you guys are saying, and I'll always try my best to make everyone as happy as I can. But um, anyway, that was like a tangent. But yeah, if you guys could rate the podcast five stars, like that always helps the show so, so much. And I really do appreciate it. Um, but I think other than that, that is all that I have for you guys today. So thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have the best week ever. Happy Monday, guys. And I will talk to you all next Manifest Monday. Bye, guys.